Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. And we are recording episode 842 with Dr. Francis Boyle. And we're discussing your book, Resisting Medical Tyranny. Dr. Boyle, please introduce yourself. Well, my name is Francis Boyle. I'm professor of law at the University of Illinois College of Law. And for our conversation here today, the most important fact is that uh, I called for and drafted the United States domestic implementing legislation for the Biological Weapons Convention, known as the Biological Weapons Anti-Terrorism Act of 1989, that was passed unanimously by both houses of the United States Congress and signed into law by President George Bush Sr. with the approval of the United States Department of Justice. So in your book, which is fantastic, by the way, and uh, the Frankenshots, I love your I love your assertion because there's really no punches pulled. It's that these this is the continuation of the Nazi ideology to remove the quote unquote useless useless eaters. It's based uh, it's, a, it's a race based genocide. And um, we've spent over a hundred billion dollars on these bioterror bioweapons and vaccines since 9-11, which adjusted for inflation, we only spent $40 billion on the Manhattan Project. How is it going to pan out? Because obviously they're the most dangerous vaccines in history. When you look at the VAERS data, the censorship is absurd. That's why I was kicked off YouTube for interviewing Dr. Malone and Dr. McCullough. How do you see this continuing to pan out? Well, Tommy, that's why I wrote my book, that I wanted to give the common, ordinary people of the United States of America and the world ammunition to fight back at what is being done here, this global uh, depopulation uh, agenda being pursued by these government elites, these scientific elites, these these medical elites, health authority elites, uh, against all the uh, uh, rest of it. And uh, I wrote this book in uh, uh, common, ordinary language. Uh, there's no legal mumbo jumbo in there, rigmarole or whatever, so that everyone can read it and, and understand it and act on it. Because if, if we don't fight back, we are going to be depopulated. That's right. And we see here this... Uh, Nazi ideology uh, at work. I uh, documented that quite extensively. These uh, Frankenshots violate the Nuremberg Code on medical experimentation that uh, the United States uh, uh, developed at Nuremberg in the Nuremberg prosecution of the Nazi doctors and scientists, some of whom were involved 
in biological warfare uh, programs for the Nazis. And uh, that's where this code came from. And every uh, uh, doctor, scientist, healthcare worker, government official uh, pushing these COVID frankenshots on innocent people know full well they are violating the Nuremberg Code on medical experimentation. This is a violation of uh, international uh, criminal law. Uh, these are Nazi crimes. And in addition, as I also uh, pointed out in my book, uh, I wanted to cite the Nuremberg Charter itself. This was the idea of uh, President Franklin Roosevelt to give the uh, uh, Nazi war criminals a trial as, as opposed to just take them out and shoot them. So this was our idea. And this is uh, from the Nuremberg Charter in 1945 that we imposed on the major uh, Nazi leaders. There were three crimes, crimes against peace, war crimes, which are not relevant here, but crimes against humanity is relevant. And let me quote for you, this is straight from the Nuremberg Charter. Quote, crimes against humanity, namely murder, extermination, and other inhumane acts committed against any civilian population. Murder, extermination, and other inhumane acts committed against any civilian population. Now, that language, that crime was put in there specifically for the purpose uh, to allow for the prosecution of Nazi leaders for the persecution of German Jews, their own people. Uh, uh, The persecution of the German Jews, the the extermination of German Jews, this would not be a war crime. This was their own people. And so that was put in there to deal precisely with governments pursuing uh, murder, extermination, and other humane acts against their own people. That's exactly what we're seeing today here, uh, uh, Tommy, uh, in the United States of America, certainly by our own public health officials. I mean, notice today they're going to improve these uh, Frankenshots for kids under five years old. You know, this is Dr. Mengele at Auschwitz behavior uh, and experimenting on children there uh, at Auschwitz. Uh, that's how serious uh, it is. And then, in addition, the uh, Rome Statute for the uh, International uh, Criminal Court follows the Nuremberg definition of a crime against humanity and provides uh, murder, extermination, torture, other inhumane acts of a similar character, intentionally causing great suffering or serious injury to body or to mental or physical health. So I try to make uh, in my book the uh, uh, case that we're seeing here a resurgence in Nazi mentality, Nazi uh, uh, philosophy, useless eaters, um, and Nazi practices and Nazi crimes by our own government officials against the American people. And I'm trying to be nonpartisan here. It started with Trump. It's continued and compounded uh, with Biden when Biden uh, uh, adopted all these uh, Frankenshot uh, mandates uh, to you know, clearly get, get everyone uh, severely uh, disabled.
Now, I have uh, litigated the Nuremberg Code on medical experimentation uh, with respect to the Gulf War sickness. Uh, I came to the defense pro bono publico of Captain Dr. Yolanda Hewitt Vaughn, who refused to give the uh, uh, Gulf War frankenshots for those biological warfare weapons, uh, anthrax and botulin, because they violated the Nuremberg Code on uh, medical experimentation, as well as the Helsinki Declaration and her ethical obligation uh, as, as a doctor to do no harm. Now, I'm not going to go through the subsequent course that court martial here. They court martialed her for desertion. She did not desert at where she was able. Um, but uh, when all this was over, I was able to get her. She was facing five years. I got her out of Leavenworth after um, eight months and adopted a prisoner of conscience by Amnesty International, uh, who shows you who was right and who was wrong there. But it turns out that this was, at, at the time we started to oppose this, I was involved February. Uh, she objected, I believe, was, uh, of 1991. She objected in December of 1990 when she went uh, AWOL. Um, we did not realize that this would turn into the Gulf War sickness. Uh, I argued it. You can read the arguments I made in her court martial, my book, Destroying World Order. Uh, what happened eventually, out of 500,000 U.S. troops inoculated, 11,000 were murdered, and 20%, 100,000 were disabled, 20%. And those were healthy young men and women in our armed forces. So that is a floor for what we are seeing here, not a ceiling. We are facing a humanitarian genocidal catastrophe if we don't stop this now, uh, based on my experience having dealt with this before. And indeed, I still hear with Gulf, from Gulf War veterans today asking me advice about you know, what, what they can do, still suffering from Gulf War sickness. Well, this is going to be Gulf War sickness on steroids. And it's going to be worse if we don't stop it now. So, again, that's why I wrote the book uh, simply, uh, uh, Tommy, to sum up the first two years of my uh, opposition to what was going on here. And as a uh, as a triple alumnus of Harvard and in, you went to the same program as Henry Kissinger, you, you've been in the belly of the beast. You 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 know what you know what it is. You discussed uh, how Harvard is to design leaders for the world, and how a lot of it is is psychopathic in nature. Or you, those are not your words; those are mine. But you also talked about how this is this is different from from nineteen forty five or nineteen thirty three to nineteen forty five, and that the Holocaust is global. There is not a contained country of evil men and there, there are not specific camps where they're going in train cars it is it is receiving the shots in your local community it is killing them in their home in your home and there is no opposing party whereas you have the nazis and then you have i don't know the united kingdom the united states the allied powers you don't have that here you have a total coalescence of nazi ideology 
there is no opposing voices except for the ones like yourselves, which are then promptly censored as the uh, word word went out to never interview you regarding bioterrorism again. How can it, and I know you discussed it in your book about going to states, how can it effectively be fought or is there, is it just going to take, unfortunately, is, is it going to run its due course and are people only going to believe it once they see it? Because again, as you mentioned, the the local Germans didn't believe what was going on in the death camps till Eisenhower brought him in there and kind of like taking a dog and putting its face in its own its own shit. You look at what you did or look at what you let happen. Is that what it's going to take? Well, let me deal with your first point. Yes, uh, I deliberately went through the exact PhD program that produced Henry Kissinger before me the Harvard Graduate School of Arts and Sciences Department of Government, and specializing in international relations, uh, just like Kissinger. When I was an associate at Harvard Center for International Affairs, they gave me Kissinger's old office, right? Uh, You know, there, but for the grace of God, go I. Uh, And you're right, this is a psychopathic uh, mentality we are dealing here. Now, Kissinger is... uh, you know, a consummate Machiavellian. He does not have one principal bone in his body, despite all these attempts of uh, revisionism by Niall Ferguson uh, and and the uh, others. Furthermore, Kissinger was the one who uh, recruited Klaus Schwab mm-hmm. to set up the World Economic Forum yep. and the Great Reset. Schwab was a, a student of his. He was my the program I went through at Harvard uh, produces uh, future professors of political science. Schwab, uh, uh, my understanding, went to the Kennedy School at Harvard, which produces uh, future uh, U.S. imperial operatic spear carriers and bootlickers. But that's where he uh, came into contact, and uh, uh, he was recruited to run the World Economic Forum and with their uh, global reset that, that is going on uh, right now. Now, of course, Kissinger you know, is not an independent actor here. He had been on the payroll of the Rockefeller family, David Rockefeller, uh, from you know, quite some time uh, before. He had been denied tenure at Harvard and uh, went to work for the Council for Foreign Relations and got on the Rockefeller family uh, payroll. And we know the Rockefellers believed in eugenics and the Rockefeller Institute and all the rest of the stuff. Kissinger issued that infamous um, national security directive for Nixon, that population uh, reduction is uh, among the national security uh, goals of the United States of America. I haven't seen that it's ever been revoked. So uh, again, yes, this this is what is going on. Now, you mentioned uh, uh, the Jews here. What uh, I have worked with uh, an Israeli human rights firm at their request suing China uh, over uh, COVID-19 in the Israeli courts. So I've paid a, a lot of attention what's going on in uh, Israel. And it's astounding because what happened is Pfizer BioNTech is using uh, the Jews in Israel as their guinea pigs to test out the Frankenshots. Think about that for a minute. Uh, They are 
it, it's sort of the Nazi Holocaust all over again against Jews there in Israel. And they admit it. They, they have an exclusive license to test out all their Frankenshots on uh, 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 Jews in Israel to see what happens. Um, and so it's, uh, uh, you know, a, a very unfortunate situation, which is why I've agreed you know, to work on that case. And they're going to be filing another case against these uh, 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 drug companies uh, uh, like Pfizer BioNTech. I've agreed to work on that, too. So, um, yeah, they're, they're literally Israeli Jews are being used as guinea pigs by Pfizer BioNTech. There, there's no other word for it because these never have been, uh, uh, you know, tested out properly on human beings. So they got an exclusive license to test it out on Jews in Israel. So just trying to put this into um, historical perspective. So we have to fight back. Now, you know, if you hit the Internet, uh, uh, I think, you know, right from the very beginning uh, of this uh, COVID pandemic, uh, I said quite clearly that COVID-19 is an offensive biological warfare weapon that had leaked out with gain of function properties that had leaked out of uh, the uh, Wuhan BSL-4 which is China's Fort Detrick. We have to understand that. That's China's Fort Detrick. Um, and we have historically no evidence of any type of safe and effective vaccine for an offensive biological warfare weapon, let alone one with gain-of-function uh, properties. Um, there's no evidence. The one evidence we did have was what I was involved in defending Captain Dr. Yolanda Hewitt Vaughan, the uh, anthrax shots, frankenshots, and the botulin frankenshots. And as I said, they produced the Gulf War sickness. Uh, uh, you know, out of 500,000 troops inoculated, 100,000 disabled, and 11,000 murdered. So it seemed to me, uh, right from the beginning, we were facing a catastrophe here. And I also, you know, have worked against these, what I call uh, Frankenshots, uh, from the beginning as well. Is there a dormant nature to the Frankenshots? Because although there's, what, 26,000 deaths on VAERS, and you could probably multiply that by 100, right? That'd be 2.6 million. That's still a, a drop in the bucket compared to the 7 billion people on the planet. Are there future... Uh, I mean, not just boosters. Are there future vaccines planned? Are there future offensive bioweapons planned? I mean, right now we're seeing kind of monkeypox and Congo Crimean hemorrhagic fever make the rounds in the news. Or is it going to be, is it more of a waiting, is it more of a passive depopulation where you're not outright killing people so much as making them infertile, making their children infertile? Well, you know, we, we, <clears throat> There are different statistics about how many have been murdered by the Frankenshots and how many have uh, been, been disabled. If you look at the European Health Agency, they're, they're substantially more than reported by VAERS. VAERS, basically, you have to multiply by 100 to get what might be the uh, appropriate figures. Uh, it's hard to say. Uh, the monkeypox, uh, my assessment of the monkeypox Again, it is uh, an offensive biological warfare weapon with gain-of-function uh, properties. We don't know exactly uh, how dangerous it is. Uh, 
but it is highly uh, infectious. If you just see how quickly it took off, how quickly it spread, that clearly indicates uh, gain of function uh, properties. Finally, the CDC admitted uh, it's it's uh, aerosolized. It's aerosol. Gain of function can then go eight to nine feet. Um, it, it's not just uh, touching or anything like that. Uh, I believe it was released uh, deliberately uh, because the Biden administration, the CDC, were trying to ram through these World Health Assembly regulations uh, that would give the WHO literally totalitarian powers when it came to health care and health treatment uh, uh, over all uh, governments uh, it, it, and people in the world with the ability to override uh, uh, doctors' uh, 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 best uh, medical treatment for their uh, patients. Uh, and tr- using the monkeypox to scare, scaremonger uh, the WHA, uh, well, World Health Assembly, to adopt the regulations. Fortunately, uh, that failed, but they're not off the agenda yet. Uh, the As of August 1, uh, there is going to be uh, negotiated a treaty, not just regulations, but a treaty to deal with pandemics that would give the uh, WHO this uh, medical uh, tyranny uh, to override uh, national governments, national courts, uh, and even uh, doctors. Now, the problem with the WHO, first, we know for a fact that the WHO was a sponsoring institution for the Wuhan BSL-4 which is China's Fort Detrick. Now, think about that, Tommy. If the WHO was a sponsoring institution for Fort Detrick itself, we would know the game is over, right? For the WHO, we would know <laughs> the, the problem working hand in glove with Fort Detrick. Well, the WHO is working hand in glove with China's Fort Detrick. That's what's going on here. That's why the WHO lied and covered up about the dangers of this pandemic from the get-go. You can't believe anything the WHO is telling you, and you certainly can't give the WHO any more powers than, than it already has. Um, you know, it, it'd be existentially dangerous to the human race. Plus, those of us who work in this area know full well, you know, the WHO is a front organization for uh, Bill Gates, uh, the uh, drug industry, pharmaceutical uh, industry, the biowarfare industry. Uh, so, of course, the, you, it, it, this is an attempt to blue wash through the WHO, which is a UN uh, organization, uh, uh, totalitarian dictatorial powers. So we have to uh, oppose uh, uh, any uh, uh, WHO uh, treaty that will be on the line come August one to give the WHO any more powers than it already has. This is the next stage. And yes, it, uh, Tommy, you are uh, constantly seeing these Nazi life scientists, so-called life scientists, I call them death scientists, uh, uh, medical doctors saying, well, there's another pandemic coming. That's right. They know it's coming. It's coming right out of their own biological warfare 
laboratories. I said this as far back publicly, uh, uh, 2009, in a award-winning uh, documentary, documentary Anthrax War by uh, uh, Cohn and Nadler, which you can find uh, online, uh, dealing with the existential dangers presented by these BSL-3s and BSL-4s, biosafety level 3 and 4 labs, where if you look at them, they're involved in every type of hideous Nazi biological warfare, uh, uh, dirty work you can possibly imagine for which there is no uh, uh, legitimate scientific or medical justification whatsoever. And at that time and in that documentary, I served as consultant to it, but at the end of it, I say, this is a catastrophe waiting to happen. That was 2009. Well, it happened in 2019, 10 years later. And then also uh, I wrote a, if you look at the uh, introduction to my book, 13,000 uh, Death Scientists Hard at Work, uh, I wrote there in 2015, I said, this is a biocatastrophe waiting to happen. And I singled out the University of North Carolina. It, it was right in there, one of the institutions involved in this. This was well known quite some time. Again, for experts in, in the field who you know, have been following this, I've been uh, uh, what uh, got me involved here, uh, uh, Tommy, was uh, the uh, Reagan administration and its neoconservatives uh, decided to abuse DNA genetic engineering for the purpose of developing new and more dangerous offensive biological warfare weapons. And that is why in uh, 1985, uh, at a briefing on this on Capitol Hill for the Council for Responsible Genetics, I called for the uh, domestic implementing legislation making all this a crime. And specifically by reference, also including uh, DNA genetic engineering. So there was no loophole there. And I provided a life in uh, imprisonment for this. Unfortunately, that was not enough to deter these uh, dirty uh, life scientists and doctors uh, who, you know, were uh, lured uh, by by the money and the power and the ego. Uh, you know, what what can I say? Th this Nazi mentality to control and dominate uh, uh, other human beings. I think you said it best is um, when the mind comes to uh, grips with it, how, how could they do this? Why would they want this? There's no point in questioning the ruthless pursuit of power because it's insanity. There is no, why did Hitler do, do, did what, why did Hitler do what he did? Why did Stalin do what he did? There's no point in trying to, trying to project your own, I guess, human framework onto the insanity of what they're doing because there is nothing behind it. It's total depravity, it's total psychopathy, and it's total power at all costs. Uh, you're right, Tommy. Indeed, the great uh, German-Jewish sociologist uh, Hannah Arendt uh, wrote about this in her book, Origins of Totalitarianism, uh, if you read it. Uh, and in this book, uh, Arendt uh, 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 pointed out that it was total insanity for Hitler to be pursuing his policy of extermination of the Jews uh, when he was fighting a two-front war at that time. And the uh, massive amounts of uh, railway equipment, troops, money, 
and everything else. It was total insanity. Now, this was made by Hannah Arendt, a German Jewish refugee, came here, uh, taught at the University of Chicago, uh, uh, but left there just before I came. And, you know, they had us read all her books. She just pointed out it was total insanity. So, you know, from a rational perspective, for you know, most common, ordinary, everyday people, it's hard to explain. But if you go to uh, Harvard for seven years, like I did, and get uh, three different degrees there, uh, you can see exactly how the brainwashing works. Yes. Uh, I, I was there for seven years. I got three degrees. Uh, I spent uh, uh, two years teaching Harvard undergrads. I was an associate for Center for International Affairs, two years, just like Kissinger. They gave me Kissinger's old office at Harvard Center for International Affairs. So you can see exactly how this type of power-hungry, uh, power-mongering brainwashing works. Yes, I, I've seen it myself. So the Nazi ideology is alive and well, and not only in uh, not only in the backwoods of, of deep South Georgia, but also in the highest echelons of the innermost sanctums of military, political, and financial power on the planet. Yes, of course. Har- Harvard, you know, it, Harvard trains the brains of the American Empire. Mm-hmm. That's why it's there, right? And it, they brainwash. And I'm I'm not, you know, criticizing. I I know many young people go to Harvard to try to make the world a better place. But after years of brainwashing in this power hunger, power mongering uh, mentality, they come out on the other side or they get convinced uh, that, uh, well, if you want to make the world a better place, you have to become, you know, a psychotic monster. Like Kissinger. I know I said I'd only keep you for 30 minutes, so I will let you go. I would love to keep talking to you, but I will let you go. Your book is your book is terrifying. It again, there's no there's no sugarcoating. There's no there's no makeup on it. It's Nazi death scientists. The Fourth Reich is alive and well. It's global and it is here to depopulate the useless eaters. It is based on a an Aryan superiority mindset. And there is nothing they will do or there's nothing that they won't do in order to seize total and absolute control over the future of man. As I see it, yes, these elites are going for broke, Tommy. Um, This is it. And we have to fight back, right? Humanity has to fight back, which is why I I wrote the book to try to provide the information, ammunition necessary for regular people to fight back right they have to go for broke right i mean they've already crossed the rubicon you've started you've started you know once you start the death camps you have to right then at the nazis start digging up bodies and grinding up the bones i mean once you start you have to go for it the crime's done once you've once you've broken the first case and taken a rolex you're already going to jail you got to rob the whole store it's done you're right crossing the rubicon i think uh, tommy is a good uh a historical analogy to what's facing us, kids. Well, <laughs> that was a, a terrifying 30 minutes. Dr. Boyle, thank you so much for coming on. I would love to have you on again. I would love to pick your brain more. I've, I've interviewed um, I've interviewed Dr. Albeck of Soviet Union's Biopreparat. I've interviewed Dr. Hatfield, Dr. Nass. Um, I think well, Dr. Be- Nass and I are good friends. And we, oh, really? 
we've worked together for uh, many years against biological warfare uh, uh, and weapons. So I have uh, great uh, professional respect for her and her opinion. Yes. She's, she's a total sweetheart. I love her. And uh, yeah, I mean, we have, we didn't even touch on a Marathrax and uh, that is a, a bioweapon that is still. Well, I was going to the whistle on that, Tommy, yeah. as I point out in the book that, yeah. that it was clear to me uh, at uh, the uh, end of October uh, that this was uh, super weapons grade anthrax uh, that had come out of a U.S. biological warfare weapons uh, program and uh, laboratory. And I gave you know interviews uh, uh, to that effect, uh, including on the BBC. Um, so I went public on that, I believe it was November 1, 2001, at a uh, conference for the um, uh, Council for Responsible Genetics being held at uh, Harvard Divinity School and went, went public on that. And of course, I, what I said was true. And yet uh, I was uh, uh, an order that was given uh, that never again was I ever to be uh, interviewed by any Western mainstream news media source on biological warfare, biological weapons. But yes, that that that's just like the monkeypox that that was done deliberately uh, to ram the, through the USA Patriot Act that was stalled in uh, the United States Senate, and they did it. And the monkeypox is is the same modus operandi, trying to scaremonger people into giving the uh, WHO these totalitarian powers, just like the uh, USA Patriot Act gave the United States uh, uh, government uh, totalitarian powers, basically setting up a police state that we live in uh, today. Is there any, is there any silver lining you can give me? Is there any optimistic future to look towards? My book. (laughs) Of course. That's that's why I wrote it. You know, if you want to fight back, you got to go to the state level. It's all in the book. Yeah, here it is. At least, you know, obviously, the book, the cutoff date was January 24. So it doesn't really take into account development since then. But but the book is, as I see it, the silver lining. That's why I wrote it, to, to give people hope, to give people something to do, to give people ammunition to fight back against these elites. Yes. Um, the transcripts in there of your, of your your interviews with Alex Jones, I got to I got to meet Alex Jones over New Year's Eve with Dr. McCullough, I was laughing while reading your book because the transcripts are exactly how he sounds. <laughs> Cut it off, doctor, to break. Now we're going to break. I'll stop interrupting you. And then he interrupts you five seconds later. I thought it was hilarious. But, well, you know, he's, you know. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting People it down. have to make money, you know. Oh, I'm not, oh, no, no, I'm not. No, I, I don't say this in any form of critique. I don't say it at all. He's the one that's breaking these stories. He's the one that hosts people that talk about this stuff before it's, uh, while it's still considered conspiracy, long before it's taken into mainstream. I'm not criticizing him at all. No. I just thought just on the surface, it was kind of funny. It reminded me of that. Um, well, good. Uh, yeah. Well, I've said, I think everything I have to say, and I, I greatly appreciate you, uh, giving me the opportunity to say this and hopefully you can get this interview around the uh, internet, because as I told you, I'm completely blacklisted, blackballed and censored in all mainstream news media. So well, hey, you're, you're in good company. I've been permanently banned from YouTube since last August. So uh, if you're not banned, something's wrong. So, well, that's correct. 
Okay. Dr. Boyle, thank you so much, sir. And I will put the link to the description, or excuse me, the link to the book in the description. Everybody go check it out. Just give me 